film that came out earlier this year. She lives alone in a shack near a North Carolina marsh. To the people of her small coastal town of Barkley Cove, she's Marsh Girl, the target of all kinds of fanciful stories and myths and rumors. For most of her life, Marsh Girl is a scary local legend, the scandalous wild child, the wolf girl, the uncivilized outsider. Marsh Girl's real name is Kaya. Kaya's the unlikely heroine of Delia Owen's best-selling novel, Where the Crawdads Sing, adapted as a movie release earlier this year. The town treats Kaya as a freak, as an outsider. She's shunned, she's demeaned. What they don't know or don't see is Kaya's remarkable courage and her resilience. Kaya's childhood is a nightmare. She lives with a violent and most times drunken father whose physical abuse drives away first Kaya's mother and then all of her siblings. Barefoot and undernourished, she tries to go to school, but lasts only one day. The taunting of the other kids drives her back to the marsh. Pa himself soon ditches Kaya, leaving the 10-year-old girl to raise herself in their rundown cabin by the marsh. Over the next decade, Kaya manages not only to survive, but she begins to flourish. She comes to know every plant and creature in the bayou. She's inherited her mother's skill as an artist, creating watercolor drawings of the natural beauty of the marsh, drawings that will one day be published in several books. But despite the rejection and the isolation, Kaya possesses the tenacity the resourcefulness to survive on her own, even at 10 years old. She digs mussels at dawn and sells them to proprietors of a local general store who become the closest thing that Kaya has to what she calls family. Kaya has also inherited her father's distrust of others. She remains a recluse in her cabin, surrounded by her collections of seashells and feathers and drawings. But with the help of a childhood friend she trusts, Kaya learns to read and devours books on natural science. Despite, despite being the constant target of ridicule, Kaya manages to maintain a sense of somehow self-esteem and an innate dignity. Anyone who tries to take advantage of her, believing she's a helpless, naive waif, quickly learns otherwise. The few people Kaya comes to trust realize what a remarkable young woman of courage, determination, and wisdom she's become. 
See, Caius' life, a life of meaning and accomplishment, despite the cruel rejection of the people of Barclays Cove, for me mirrors the very story of Zacchaeus, a good man who's despised and shunned by the people of Jericho. See, Jesus recognizes and upholds the good that he sees in Zacchaeus, the good that his neighbors all seem not to see, but probably even more correctly, choose not to see. See, I think the challenge of the gospel for us is to put aside our misplaced fears and self-righteousness that causes us to reject the Kayas and the Zacchaeuses of our own villages and all those people whom we marginalize because somehow we don't think they have anything to offer or nothing that we can see as good. But see, you and I have been taught to believe in a God who sees us through the lens of love. When you look through the lens of love, you always see things differently. Through the lens of love, we experience people differently. Oh, we oftentimes laugh and say, oh, love is blind, when we all see something that perhaps someone else doesn't. Sometimes over the years, I've also liked to add to brides and grooms, not only is love blind, but sometimes it's deaf and dumb too. <laughs> because we just choose not to hear, not to listen, not to see who oftentimes is right in front of us, wanting to be seen, wanting to be heard, wanting someone simply to notice. See, that's the power of the Zacchaeus story in Luke's Gospel. Right before this story, and if you come to daily Mass, sometimes you'll get all the missing pieces, but just on the Sunday Masses, sometimes obviously there are pieces that are missing, and the piece that precedes the pericope we heard tonight is simply the one of you and I that know, have, know of as the rich young man. What must I do to inherit eternal life? I've done all these things. I've been good, I've been patient, I tithe, I do all these good things. What must I do? See, and now Jesus takes the person who's despised because of his wealth, not only as a tax collector, but a wealthy and the chief tax collector, making his money on other people. But Jesus sees beyond with that look of love and calls the good out of him. See, as a fourth grader at St. Anne's School, I think I thought I had a very different mind from the other fourth graders in my classroom. Some of you probably will think the very same. 
But I'll never forget one in that fourth grade classroom, a Dominican sister by the name, in that time we called her Sir Claire Marie, Sister Claire Marie, who became Sister Lorraine, who also read at my first mass. One day she just arrived in the classroom, she had a little case and it was filled with puppets. She came by my desk, she left the case near my chair and simply said, do something with them. She opened a whole world for a little boy whose mind always thought outside of the box. For a little boy who could always see what no one else ever seemed to see. To be able to speak in a voice that no one else seemed to hear, but Sister Lorraine somehow could see, she could somehow hear, and she called it out of me. She changed who I was, and every time I stand here, I think of Lorraine Beauchene and give thanks to God for her. Many of us in this room have had those people who have looked deep inside of us and have seen our potential and have seen our strengths and they've seen beyond our weakness to our strengths and they've seen beyond our failures and they see who we really are through the lens of love. As we prepare to celebrate Tuesday, All Saints Day, Every year I try to make my own list of those people who have helped me to see God. Sister Lorraine Beauchene has been on that list probably for some at least 40 years. And some of you here in this room are on that list as well. Maybe this year make your own list. And as you give thanks to God for that person or those people who could see the good in you because they look through the lens of love, pay it forward. Look through the lens of love for someone who's waiting to be seen, to be heard to be recognized. Then we do that which Jesus does. Zacchaeus, come down. I need to stay at your house this day. 